Welcome back to the Fempreneur Marketing Podcast. I'm your host, Lindsay Berry. I created a community of Fempreneurs and this podcast because I wanna help you reach more of the people that you were born to serve using the free and incredible power of Instagram. I also teach a lot of other stuff like email marketing and you know all that kind of automation stuff in my marketing school. It's called Fempreneur Marketing School, so you can check that out. Um, Today's interview is with Sam. She is someone who I had never met before I interviewed her. She blew my mind with just the most amazing mantras and mindsets um, and just her life story. I mean, I didn't get to (laughs) hear probably even a small fraction of her life story, but she did tell me, um, which you're going to learn today, one of the most powerful things that happened to her in her life and how it changed the course of her whole life and how she makes decisions day in and day out and how she wants to use that that thing that happened to her that was very powerful and traumatizing at the time. And she wants to help you through that. And she has some really great ways to do that in today's episode. So let's dive in. How did you get into doing this work that you do? And what is this work that you do? Well, thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited to be here. Um, My name is Sam and I'm a manifestation coach, keynote speaker and podcaster. And how I got into it, well, it's a, there's a lot of reasons how I got into it, but partly because when I became a mom, I was, I went through really bad postpartum anxiety and depression. And I realized that there was a lot of things coming up in my life from my own childhood um, that I wasn't really able to deal with. And so I discovered this thing called personal development and got obsessed, but I actually started to discover manifestation and I secretly was learning about manifestation in like in the spiritual closet not telling anybody about what I was doing but it was helping me so much so over the years I was kind of skirting around not really diving too deep into it or really telling anybody about it but I started trying to make money online and started like kind of dabbling in this self-made sort of idea. And so after a few failed business attempts, I dove into podcasting and I dove into speaking and then I launched my career as a manifestation coach. So it's just been kind of a whole circular thing of just really trying to stop settling in my life and I really wanted to show other women how they can do that as well and they can attract a life that they desire through you know their thoughts beliefs and actions wow well I've been (laughs) loving um having your Instagram posts come up in my feed since we got to know each other um and yeah you post some really powerful stuff um what are some of the um, what are some of the things that you do? If you could just give us kind of a high level overview of the things that you do when you're actually working with a woman, like when she comes to you and says, Hey, I totally need what you have to offer. I probably don't even know how much I need what you have to offer. Like, how do you take her down this path with you and how do you work with her? Yeah. So typically women will come to me and they'll be like, Hey, like, I'm feeling blocked from, okay, this is a really common one that's coming up right now is I'm feeling really, really blocked from receiving. So they, they know what they want. They have an intention, they have a desire, they have these dreams that they desire and they're blocked from receiving. So typically what I would do is I would 
um, kind of get to the root of like what it is they want and why do they think that they are um, blocked from receiving. And if they don't know, then I ask them, okay, like who do you need to become to receive this? Or um, what is it that you, what are you afraid of happening if you were to receive this desire? Mm -hmm. And what I usually offer them is I don't do a ton of one-on-one. -on -one. I did a it a little bit and I did a little bit of group stuff last year, but I offer, I have two offers. So I have one um, more geared towards moms. That's, it's called your path to me time. And what that one is, is like, taking moms, dropping the guilt with some mindset shifts around taking time for themselves and really tapping into that pleasure because that is actually how we manifest. And then I have a um, masterclass all on quantum manifesting, receiving, and embodiment. So <clears throat> typically when a woman comes to me and says, okay, like this is where, where I'm struggling, I'll just guide them sort of to that. And then I take whatever they're asking me and sort of create content, podcast episodes, or um, master classes and stuff like that. So yeah. That's, I love how you've been putting yeah. out your knowledge that you found helpful in your life. I love how you've been packaging that and putting it out there to the world. Like, first of all, uh, that is something that I, I find a lot of entrepreneurs don't do because they say, oh, well, I learned that from so-and-so's book or, oh, that's not new information. It mm -hmm. doesn't matter. Like the way Sam is presenting this stuff is different than how other people are going to present it, even if it's the same information. I'm sure you've attached your life stories to a lot of these concepts. So thank you for being brave enough to do that. I'm curious to know more about your past and like, how you became this brave woman that you are like how did you were you raised by a family that really brought you up to be bold and courageous or like how did you kind of get the lady balls to do all this stuff <laughs> yeah oh so many lady balls um <laughs> so actually i was raised by an alcoholic mom and um i actually haven't seen her in seven years and I just remember being a young little girl and sitting in a completely, you know, messy, crowded home. It just raised in chaos. And I remember just looking at my life and thinking, you know what? Like, I am, this is not actually how it is. And I remember that clicking very, very young, right? Because I grew up around a lot of abuse, um, not just with substances, but mentally, physically, emotionally. And I always loved to laugh. I always loved to be happy. I always loved to make people happy. And that kind of, that wasn't always the least toxic thing about me. That was a little bit toxic for a really long time, but I just knew that there was more for me. And when I was 11 years old, I had a really big decision to make. My mom was very, very drunk one night, like she always was. And I basically raised my little brother and one night she was, it was really, really bad. And we were hanging out at the house and my mom said she was going to make us dinner and she didn't. And that was something that was very common for her to not feed us, which as a mother, I, I could never do that ever to my, my kid. I could never, mm -hmm. but we were, she was in her, she wasn't a nice drunk. She was a very angry person when she was drinking. And so we had waited all evening for her to feed us and she wasn't, so I put on the macaroni, was going to make a, my brother and I macaroni. And my mom was mad that we were still up. 
And so she grabbed the pot of macaroni, dumped it into the sink and said, you guys are brats, get to bed. And my little brother <clears throat> was like, so done with this. He had run out, he had ran away a couple times that summer and it was just starting to get really bad. So there's so much to this story, but I'll, I'll try to keep it short. She chased him up the stairs and had him locked him in his room. And this is what she used to do. She used to put a knife over his door. So if he opened it, it would fall. And so what he would do is when that would happen is he would sit on his roof and jump down because it was like a 15 foot drop or something like that, right? Like it was like the overhang of the of the house and he would jump and then he would run to my dad's house which was like a 20 minute drive so running there he, he would run into soft feet and he did that a couple times that summer and I knew that this night like he was gonna get locked in his room and he was gonna do it again and he's gonna leave me and I'm like not nah, no nah, you can't leave me this time so she went back outside and I remember just running up the stairs and dragging my little chair down the stairs taking the knife out opening the door and there he was on the roof and I'm like don't, don't leave. Call dad, call dad. Right. Cause yeah. you know, um, my dad was our safer place. <clears throat> That's, it was, it was a hard journey to be able to get to live with them, but it happened this night. So he, <clears throat> so I went downstairs to, sorry, <clears throat> to distract my mom so he could call my dad. And mm-hmm. my brother came running down and grabbed the phone and it was the landline at the time, obviously. And my mom's thing was taking the landline out of the wall and heaving it across the house. So he was calling my dad and all he got out was, dad, we need you. And as I suggested earlier, it was a 20 minute drive to get there, right in Calgary, from, you know, Pine Ridge to the Southeast. And he, within seven minutes, my dad was there. So he was there with my stepmom. They had flown out the house and had were there at the front door. And I had my my dad was grabbing me on one side and my mom was grabbing me on the other and they were fighting over top of me. My dad looked me in the eye that night and he said, he said, who are you going to live with? You're going to decide right now. And I was 11. And I just remember feeling this overwhelming sense of guilt, like who, like, who am I going to disappoint today? But I also knew that I had a chance to not settle in my life. I had a chance at a better life for my brother and I. And I had a chance to choose something different for myself. And that it was now. Now was the chance. And I had to one, two, three, bucket and jump. So I remember through tear-soaked eyes, I looked at my dad and I said, I want to live with my dad. And my brother came barreling down the stairs. My dad scooped us up in our socks, slammed the door, and we ran to the van. It was... There was no seats in the back so he had just flown out of the house. And my mom, I just will never forget her and her pink house coat running out onto the lawn and saying she, that she was going to call the police for kidnapping us. So, so dumb. So we drove to the police station and my dad told them what happened. And from that day on, we lived with my dad. And I just, I'll just never forget it because it just reminded me that, you know, at the end of the day, no matter what we have been through, we have a choice. We have a choice every single day to decide, you know, am I going to sit in this victimhood or am I going to rise up and be the victor of my own life? You know, I get to choose my thoughts. I get to choose my beliefs. I get to choose my values. And based upon that, I get to create a life worthy of, of all of that. I get to create a life worth living. So yeah, that's really 
really kind of what it comes down to. <laughs> oh man, I'm speechless right now. I I'm just so um, really, I guess, just glad I met you. I think what you just <laughs> shared is so amazing. You um, it, and, and definitely answers my question of how you become this um, bold and courageous woman, you know, being the older of the two children and kind of probably protecting your brother a lot of the time. And, mm -hmm. and, and then, yeah, you've, you've really walked the talk. You've, you've already done it so many times in your, in your little girl life of having to be bold and courageous. So it sounds like it is really just your, uh, your, it's part of who you are and you do it well. And I think it's so amazing that you're helping other women get out of those bad situations. And even if, if it's just stuff they're telling themselves, get away from that, retrain the brain, re, mm -hmm. you know, rewire everything. Um, yeah. Thank you for sharing that. Wow. Yeah. You're welcome. It's, it's been a new thing that like, I haven't, I just really started to feel like I'm actually like I have clammy hands because this was something I was so scared to share, but it's, it's my, it's who I am. Like it's, it's my journey. And I feel like maybe I was always worried nobody would resonate because it's crazy. Like nobody should have to go through that. But mm -hmm. I, I realized that, you know, if I can go through that and kind of still be standing here and raising my son and having a healthy marriage and a healthy home in general, that there is going to be somebody out there who went through something else. That's like, Hey, like I can get through this thing. I can choose something different for my life. Um, even though this feels so hard right now. Yeah. Wow. You're, you're such an amazing woman. I can't believe that the stars aligned and brought, brought you into my world. This is so great. So yeah, you have taken all this emotion, all this stuff that a lot of people would perceive as negativity and you've turned it into a positive thing. You've built your masterclass, you've got um, resources available. Where can people find out more about all this stuff that you've built to help women be more bold and courageous? Yeah, so I have, you can either check the link in my bio. Um, my favorite is when you reach out to me. I absolutely just love to speak and talk to people and I'll voice you, you know how it is. <laughs> and, yeah. um, but if you're just like not ready to kind of like take those next deeper steps, because learning manifestation and really diving into the soul and the spirit is, it, if you're not used to it, it's a lot. So what I would suggest is following my podcast. It's called Manifesting Wonder. And it's all about this, like, we're talking about law of attraction, we're talking about like, law of assumption, all the inner workings and really how to unpack that and get to the root of, of things so that you can attract the life that you desire and the have all the things you deeply deserve and the things you're deeply worthy of. So, wow. How long have you had your podcast now? So I started it at the end of 2019. So, oh, wow. Perfect timing, right? Before everyone desperately needed it. <laughs> yeah. And like, so, obviously, you can, you've continued building it ever since then. That's wonderful. Yeah, I was, it was interesting. The other day I was looking and I, I released episode 73 last week and I was like, whoa, because I'm like, sometimes I think I'm like, I'm such a beginner, like, keep going, keep pushing. I'm like, holy crap, I've actually been doing this for a while. Like, I'm almost at 100 episodes already. So, yeah, it's been cool. For you. That's wonderful. 
Good for you. And so you've been a Calgary girl your whole life. You've been around here the whole the whole life. <laughs> well, actually, so I we moved up to Lacombe. I live in Lacombe now. We oh, you're Lacombe. Yeah, we moved okay. here when I was uh, pregnant with my son. Actually, yeah. he was six months old. We lived with my in-laws for a little bit and then moved here when he was six months old. So it's been four years as of yesterday, actually. Nice, nice. So you're able to do a lot of your coaching work um, just through, you know, obviously technologically. Um, is Instagram, I'm just curious, um, from, from a marketing standpoint to encourage other fempreneurs about, you know, getting their businesses going, is Instagram really your go-to platform or are you using other platforms too? Oh, yeah, I love Instagram. Instagram's the best. Um, I am dabbling in TikTok right now. It's not going that good. Um, <laughs> but I just, the thing about that is, this is what I'm finding anyways. Um, and this could be just a belief that I need to move forward with. It's like, you have to be really active on that app to um, really create traction. And I just, it's, that place sucks me in. And I'm like, I can't get out. So I don't. <laughs> But I've been posting some of my reels there because I just don't know, you know, it might help someone. But Instagram yeah. is mostly um, it. And I think I might do YouTube at some point, but that'll be later. Yeah. Yeah. Good for you. Um, what would you say to Fempreneurs has been the one best thing you did with your marketing since you started your business? So one thing that, okay, this is one thing that I really really did not do for a long time and I'm it's working for me right now and I think will always work is staying in my own lane because you know we're you kind of touched on this at the beginning is like this niche that I'm in manifestation I could look around and I could feel really really saturated or if somebody posts something it can and I feel suddenly a sense of lack, like, oh, I didn't post today. I could try to recreate something that they did or, right? And it's coming from this like energy of not enough. So mm -hmm. what I've been really doing right now is I am not, I'm not searching the latest algorithm hacks. I am not looking towards what everybody else is doing. What I'm really doing is listening to what, uh, what people are asking me, mm -hmm. going within creating my teachings my way and just putting them out there and it's really landing with my ideal client not you know and i'm not attracting the wrong people anymore because that was a thing for a while <laughs> <laughs> right that is always a thing for beautiful women on instagram i think there's i i block at least three dudes a day or like accounts that just look sketchy like they follow and i'm like block <laughs> yeah, i think it's just <laughs> Yeah, yeah, all sorts of weird things. Like, <laughs> I don't want a sugar daddy, but thank you for offering. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but I think, you know, we're not, you know, obviously you know this, um, but for any fempreneurs who don't, it's you're not chasing the number of followers. You're chasing the curated niche audience that is specifically for you, and they know that because you're doing a great job of talking to a specific niche group of people. So to that point, Sam... Um, kind of describe your ideal client. Like what, what kind of life stage is she at? You know, is she a mom? Does it matter if she's a mom? Has she gone through something specific? Like, or even just describe the average person, like that person that you're finding is more commonly coming to you. Yeah. So I, 
battled with the whole mom, not mom thing for a really long time, right? I didn't want to narrow myself into moms. I felt like that was, it felt yucky and cringy to me for a while because, yeah. I've totally been there and I had the same feeling. I felt, I also had a personal friend who, who wanted to be a mom and couldn't. And then I had other friends, the same thing happened. And I realized that by working with moms only I was really probably hurting some people's feelings and so I just stopped the moms only thing personally but it doesn't mean that most like most of my clients are moms most of the fempreneurs actually in the community are moms like Mm you um but anyway sorry I just wanted to chime in on that that's okay I love that um yeah no same for sure I was so worried that if I would corner myself to just moms there would be somebody who was in a stage of life that I had previously been in that I would not be including or it would just it just felt cringy (laughs) like I don't I like some mom content but some mom content is like too much because as a mother as well um like I my business and everything this is my life this is my heart work right my son is my why but I don't desire to build a whole entire business around it it just doesn't feel good to me (laughs) at all so my when it coming coming back to like my ideal client my my niche basically i want to help anyone who is kind of well wants to learn manifestation so whoever you are whatever i don't care but also just if you can something has happened to you in your life or you know you've had your version of a rock bottom and you're like something's got to change i love people who are hungry to learn and hu- people are open and like deep and really want to go deep within themselves and are asking the hard questions so i love to open up that conversation and i also want to be a pillar for somebody especially with my podcast um who doesn't know anything about manifestation but feels this like inner knowing that it's something they want to learn so I want to be able to have you come learn what it is and then if you want to go deep you can come and go deep with me and that's that's really kind of where I'm at with that right now right so describe again what people will find if they do some research into you like what can they buy right now to get started Yeah, so I created a workshop. It's called Manifestation Queen, Embodying Your Next Level. And it's all about embodiment. And embodiment is like, you know, when people say show up as the the rich woman, right? What does that even mean? So we go into that a lot and how to really get, um, I like to take a mind, body, spirit approach to manifestation because, you know, you can think and grow rich, but you if you're not, if you don't feel it in your body, if you don't know what it feels like to have this, if you don't know how to receive, right, you're not going to, you can, you're very limited of what you can create, right? I'm not, I'm not of the belief that you can just think your way healthy, think your way to your design. I'm of the belief that you also need to really get it into your body. So I have, um, yeah, approaches on that. And then I also, dive a lot into receiving because this is like I was saying this is a block for a lot of women I've noticed mm-hmm. like yeah we desire something but we feel so goddamn mm-hmm. guilty about receiving it or we don't even know how to receive it or it's like I don't feel worthy of it right so yeah. really being able yeah. to um tear that apart and give you that permission slip as well and give you for you to give your own permission slip and then quantum manifesting which is like 
so fun. So it's basically timeline jumping, which is a super scientific woo-woo concept that I couldn't get into on here without like confusing the shit out of everyone. But it's basically, <laughs> you know, you can shift your state of being from, you know, this is where I am now into the version of yourself that already has blank, right? Because everything's happening in the eternal moment of now. So I um, also go through that in that masterclass. It's a really good deal for a lot of information. And right. then, yeah. And then if this, the other offer that I have that is more for moms is your path to me time. So again, like receiving is something that I really struggled with. And I realized that moms don't take time for themselves. And if they do, they feel so bad about it. They feel like they're a bad mom or, and they're so burnt out and they just want to go to the spa. But if they do suddenly, you know, they're not as good as a, of a mom because they're not perpetually busy. Or mm -hmm. if, you know, if they have childcare, they feel guilty or so I created um, a little workshop that helps you not only rewire the belief around it, get safe in the body, learn how to receive all of those juicy things as well. So those are my two offerings at this time. Right. Right. That's really cool. That sounds um, like a really great way to get to know these people a little bit and, and more so help them get to know you, I guess. Is there any, like when someone, for example, registers for this, and again, just talking to fempreneurs about how to actually take what you know and build something of value with it and put it out there to the world. So when you actually um, have someone buy one of these programs, do you, what's, what do you do? Like you see that email come in, so-and-so bought this, like you've got a little bit of information about them, I'm guessing. Then what do you do? What's, what's your femprinter process with that? So this is something that I'm adjusting right now a little bit, but what I do right now is I reach out and I'll say, I'll send them a little bit of a voice note and I'll say, hey, welcome, you know, so excited to have you, da da da, -da kind of thing. And then once I notice, like I can see in my, um, and I use Thinkific for my courses. And mm -hmm. I can see how far they've gotten, right? And then I'll usually follow up in a few days if I've noticed they started. And I'll say, how's it going, right? And then they tell me how it's going or whatever blocks are coming up for them. And then I can kind of help them out. I really, something that's very important to me is being very personal with them. And when, obviously, when I get on a grander scale, um, I'll probably have a team for that. But maybe not, honestly. I really like yeah have that connection and that personal um, touch point. I think that that is really important, especially when you're doing this deep work. It's triggering. Yeah. It's really freaking yeah. triggering. Yeah. For sure. And I love that you, you said at the beginning of the interview, you're like, no, I've been putting these things out to the world and I'm getting this great feedback and it's showing me what to build next. And mm -hmm. you're allowing, you know, these people to come into your world and say, wow, have you ever thought of building this? Or what if you add this? Or, you know, would you be willing to build a workshop for me and 10 of my girlfriends or whatever? Like, mm -hmm. you know, you can't do that as well. I don't think if you farm out the one-on-one the -on -one chats to like, yeah. you know, someone else that isn't you, because it's like you said, it's your heart work. And someone who didn't build this stuff, who's maybe posing, I think, as either of us, you know, I thought the same thing. And I'm like, no, because I've, I've heard, you know, different, different, perspectives on that one being that 
anything you're doing now that isn't scalable, you should stop doing. And I believed that for a while and it was not wise of me to believe that. And I don't believe that. And I actually believe that what you and I are doing in reaching out and having those personal chats and being alongside these women is what is making all the difference. So yes. I'm glad to hear that you're, you feel the same way. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Because you know, the thing is, is like, I don't look at people as, as, um, a statement in my, you know, my bank account. And I don't look at people as, you know, this number or anything like that. Like I'm looking at you and I'm holding space for you and I'm looking at who you are. And I'm like, you needed help. And suddenly like something that I had was able to help you. And I want to know what's going on with you. Like, tell me, yeah. tell me all the things because chances are there is somebody else out there who is having a similar story than, mm -hmm. as you. And that's just such a, beautiful thing about helping people right like you know not just one person needs to buy a toque right <laughs> hundreds of people need to buy a toque what did you love about this toque right and then being able to or what did you not like like tell me mm -hmm. right and then mm -hmm. what I do is you can create a toque that like everybody in Canada loves and you can scale it that way and just being able to have those personal touch points and I'm actually in the process right now of creating um, an academy and I have, I'm not exactly sure what it's going to be called yet. So I have two ideas, so I won't say, but it's going to be manifestation, um, just really diving into the soul and really being able to attract a life beyond your wildest dreams. Because I really believe that women deserve access to something like this. This is not something we were shown. This is not something we were, we had access to as children. We weren't able to, understand that money is a relationship we weren't under we didn't know what to do when we came out of high school so we all went into debt and figured well I guess I'll go to college like you, yeah. know, you, do, you just do what you desire and that's um really what I want to create yeah yeah it's so true hey like all the things like I'm sure you're like me and in high school you never dreamed that this is what you would be doing as an adult yeah. as a career like isn't it amazing <laughs> to think that what we're doing is our career and we're like loving it and making a living at it like what? yeah I know right when it's, it's funny I was thinking about this the other day because or last night I was on my walk and I was like okay manifestation has been and law of attraction has been sprinkled to us through our lives but nobody ever like laid it out in a simple way because you know we we heard that quote I don't know who this is by but I think therefore I am who's that by I don't know I've heard that one too though but yeah I'm not sure yeah and so it's like if we could w raise our children with this um this mindset of I think therefore I am and you know people can unlearn the things that they that have made them today or to put them into lack right and learn a new way of being then so many good things are going to happen because good people need to be rich just simple they absolutely. really do absolutely yeah so i think it's it's cool and i just like learning trying to teach my kid these kinds of things like he's four so i'll tell him something like with his mindset, like before bed, I'm like, you're brave, you're kind, you're smart, you can do anything. And he's like, ah. I'm like, I don't care. I'm going to tell you this forever. <laughs> oh, that's so awesome.
Yeah. <laughs> oh, we have it's Renee Des Descartes. 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 Renee Descartes. Thanks, Cass. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I think therefore I am right, and yeah. So and then uh, things like it's sprinkled through, right? Like you, whether you think you can or you can't, you're right. Mm -hmm. so, yeah, I love. That. Oh man, I definitely say that quite often, and I, I yeah, I, I, when someone, so when I used to say I can't all the time. Mm -hmm. more so around working out and exercise things like I was like oh it's so hard I can't which is I I, I could yes. I was just saying that in the moment when I was trying to push a lot of heavy weight or something and uh the person I was working out with at the time was like well then I guess you can't you know if you say you can't then you can't if you say you can then you can and I was like shut up like it's beat it tony robbins like what are you talking about but then like eventually i was like okay yes i totally love this but now i when i say that to people sometimes i have to remember how i felt back then and be kind of like i know i sound like a bit of a like a guru or whatever but i just yeah. like this, this is actually true and i know you don't want to hear it but can you can you believe it eventually? Like I kind of like make a deal, you know, with people. Like, can you believe that eventually? Even if you don't in this yeah. moment, because yeah, it's hard. It is hard. It is hard. And um, one thing that really helped me, like, because working on your mindset obviously takes time. Like, you can't just decide to believe something randomly. I mean, you can't. You, maybe you can, but I can't. Like, I have to work at belief. Do work. Yeah. yeah. And. So one thing I try to say is I'm choosing to see this differently, right? Mm. I'm choosing to see this differently. And then suddenly it's like, you know, I am a six figure earner, right? And it's just easy to, it's easy to say it's a believable thought and whatever you believe, whatever's going on in this internal landscape is going to happen. It's going to manifest all around you, right? It's not mm. the other way around, right? Like we often were told as children, you know, you're given this life, you're handed this life, this is happening to you. Whereas we're a collection of our thoughts, our beliefs, of the teachings of our parents, teachers, caregivers. And we, so we internalize a certain belief, a certain financial thermostat, a certain way of living. And then we're here in our 20s, 30s, and we're like, what the hell? Like, I don't like this, right? So yeah. if we want to change it, we got to change this internal landscape. And we got to mm -hmm. get root, out of the root right? Where did this belief come from? Who told me this? Is this mine? Is this the truth? Right? And then by changing all of that, the beliefs, how we feel about it all, then it becomes a new truth. And therefore, you can manifest anything. Anything you want. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That's so cool. That is so cool. Um, I could talk to you for hours, but I do need to get going. And I suspect you do too. You're a busy mom. Um, and you have, you know, other, other things to do, I'm sure, but I do want to, I'm actually going to challenge you with something. Okay. And this, so what I actually, I think, well, I think you're on the email list, the YYC Femperers email list. If you're not, we'll get you on there. So I'm sending out an email later today with three videos that are part of my 22 day Instagram marketing challenge. And these are videos 12, 13, and 14 of the 22. And what they are doing is taking everything that like you and I have been talking about, all this stuff that you've already built, and it's and you were saying earlier that you're thinking YouTube is a great place for you to pay a little more attention. So this challenge is perfect for you. Um, so I'm I'm actually walking people through how to build their own free challenge, like three to five days, like twenty-two is a lot, but like three to five days 
where you mm -hmm. teach a little something and then you give a little homework, so the challenge piece. And then I want to know once your challenge is done and I want to actually send like an email with all the challenges that have been sent mm. to me that are completed and link everyone over to go watch them. So if that's something that you are already kind of thinking, you know, you guaranteed you have all this content already, right? If that's something that you'd maybe want to build, I'm challenging you with that. And I'd love to be able to share your sure. complete challenge with um, more fempreneurs. So yeah, yeah. Sure. I, think, I think it'd be cool to to just yeah to see how you work through it as well. I'd love to have your story of how you built it, even as kind of a real life example for other fempreneurs. Yeah, that sounds good. I, I was actually thinking of doing something like that already. So there you go. It's perfectly aligned. Um, yeah, I was thinking about doing like a three or five day manifestation challenge and like focusing on you know setting an intention, getting clear, like all the five steps. Yeah. Yeah. Thing, so. yeah. Yeah. That's really cool. And so let's just address, and this might be going through your mind already, the most common concern I hear from people when I say you should create some sort of a free thing or a free series of things. They're like, okay, but I put all that stuff in my paid course or I do that for mm -hmm. my paid clients. How do I package this in a way that's not giving away all of my things? Yes. Um, and I'm just curious to know if that was going through your mind or what, what you think about that or how you would kind of get around that. Actually, you know what? I, I, I have overcome this a lot um, because I am a perpetual word vomiter. So I've like learned how to not do that. And I've learned how to keep people curious, right? Mm -hmm. Because you can't give it all, all of it away, right? Right. So, yeah. Um, so you're, you're good at that. <laughs> getting there, yeah, getting a lot better. Because even I, there was, a, I think it was a singing coach or something that I was following. She said that, I don't know how she put this, I'm going to butcher it, but she said something along the lines that um, the least interesting people are the people who tell you everything <laughs> all at once or something like that. I was like, I was like, oh, shit. <laughs> so now I've been trying to package things in a way that's like, you know, keeps people interested and curious. And then so that they have to come and ask me questions. I like yeah. that. <laughs> it's so crazy. So you are the third fempreneur I've talked to in a row. So I talked to one yesterday and then I talked to one this morning and now I'm talking to you and every single one of you has said that. Hmm. And, and, and it was kind of, it was positioned in different ways, but the point is exactly what you said. Um, but one of the things that I think, uh, and, I, and I actually wrote about this in my in my last book. I, when I was a new financial advisor, would always quote facts. I would always quote facts. I was always being like a human textbook. And I was often on LinkedIn. I think I didn't I didn't share a unique thought from my own head for the first year on LinkedIn. I was literally just resharing other people's stuff. Mm. And I think that there's this thing that happens when we've been in business for like a year, two, three, where all of a sudden we realize that we can word things our own way and we don't oh, have to educate all the time. We can sometimes just have fun with our audience mm -hmm. or, you know, we can just, just be very basic with it and leave them hanging. Cause I used to always feel like if I left someone hanging, they would think I wasn't doing a good job because I didn't give them every little step, you know? Yes. So I like yes. that you, you're, you're good at that. That's really good now I am I exactly I was exactly like that as well like I used to just spew like here it all is and then people were like okay <laughs> you know <laughs> and even now yeah. with, even with podcasting at the beginning it's the same thing 
I would go in instead of giving the five steps to something and like giving you enough that you're like interested because the point of being a thought leader is provoking thought, right? Yeah. You don't want to just give everything away. We want people to dive into themselves and be like, Ooh, that's really, really interesting. I'm going to search more on this. or I'm going to come back and see what she says next. That's the mm -hmm. point. Right. And it's not, I thought that by doing that, it would, it was more of like an egoic attention thing. And I'm like, Oh wait, no, this is not for attention. I'm like, I'm not doing this for attention. I'm doing this to help you. And at the end of the day, I'm exchanging a bunch of free value for you and the hopes yeah. that in the long run, you're going to be a recurring client, like come and buy my stuff, come dive deep with me, right? Have access to this, but also yeah. enough that you aren't, if you're in a lack mindset, if you don't have any money, if you're a single mom and just trying to get by and just trying to learn these new things that you can go just binge my podcast, go binge the content I have on Instagram and learn enough to really provoke that thought. So it's, yeah. it's a, it's a, it's like a synergistic kind of balance of figuring it out. What's too much, what's not enough. Yeah. 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 Oh man. And you have such an air of trust about you obviously from all the work you've done you've got this trust it's like you trust the universe you're like if i put out a bunch of free content i've been watching your stuff you put out so much awesome stuff and it, you obviously trust and know that the universe is going to give back to you because you're so graciously and limitlessly is that a word without limits sure. giving giving of yourself <laughs> you know and that's just so wonderful to be around because most fempreneurs that are newer i don't i i, I can't how long have you been doing this again so Your business about a year with speaking yeah. and meditation coaching but the two offers that i have um the current ones that i have are very recent i started them wow. one in march and then i launched the other one last week Wow. And you had, you had the podcast since 2019 and then you've had your business itself for about a year and you have these two brand new. Yeah. So, I mean, in my opinion, you're pretty new and you figured out a lot of things that I find a lot of more seasoned fempreneurs are just like completely blocked by because they have the scarcity mindset. They don't trust that if they put out free stuff, that good things will come. Mm -hmm. They are really struggling with a lot of these blocks. So it's really... Um, I just want more fempreneurs to get around you um, and take your courses and just watch your content. You're doing really great work, Sam. Thanks so much. You're going to make me cry. <laughs> you can cry. It's okay. <laughs> no, you are. You really to. are. You, what's that? I wasn't supposed to cry on this. Well, you know, it happens. It's okay. Um, and I just, yeah, I, I really am just so impressed with you. and. Um, I know you live a little ways away, but I hope at some point, someday you'll be able to make it out for a live in-person event and come meet the crew here and, um, yeah, and come back on the podcast maybe in another six, eight, 12 months and update us on what you've been up to because it sounds like you're cooking up a lot of big stuff. Yeah, for sure. Absolutely. And if you ever need a keynote speaker, like, let yeah. me know. I absolutely love to speak to your audience. I think that it would we, we just align really well, so... Yeah, I would love to get you in front of more fempreneurs. So, um, yeah, so I will, you know, put links to Sam in the show notes here below the podcast. And thank you so much for hopping on. Is there any message that you want to leave with women before we end this interview? Oh, yeah, of course, always. I just want you to know that even if you don't believe that you are worthy of ultimate abundance and ultimate success, I want you to just 
remember that if somebody else around you has something that you desire, that desire is on your heart because it is meant for you. So even if you're not sure that you believe it yet, you're not sure that you can have this yet, I want you to entertain the idea that it is possible. That somebody else has it means that it's living proof that it's also manifesting for you. So go out there, just start working on your mindset, start working on the beliefs and start pouring love into yourself, whatever that looks like for you. And um, of course, come and reach out to me if you have any questions or you're struggling with blocks, anything, I'm an open book. I don't really gatekeep, so <laughs> come on over. <laughs> That's great. I love that. Yeah. And definitely, um, yeah, definitely learn more about Sam's uh, workshop and course and, and maybe a, a, a challenge on YouTube coming soon. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, I'll bug you more about that soon. Anyways, thanks for hopping on, Sam. Really yes. appreciate your time. You've shared so much awesome stuff with Femprinters. Have a really great day. Thank you so much for having me. Chat later. Okay, bye. Bye. I really hope you connect with Sam over on Instagram. Her link uh, is below in the show notes, as is the link to everything we talked about in today's episode. Um, and yeah, Fempreneur Marketing School, again, is something that you can do anytime this summer in 2022. Um, it's a six-week program that's going to help you speak more confidently about your business and about yourself because after all, people aren't buying your business, they're buying you. And you need to talk about yourself and uh, relate your life stories and the reasons why you started your business to those people you wanna serve. And I wanna help you do that. So check it out at yycfempreneurs.com. One last thing, the challenge that I gave to Sam, that is part of the 22 day Instagram marketing challenge, which is absolutely free over on YouTube. Um, you can actually sign up and get not only all those videos, but also a ton of free bonus content over $5,000 worth of my nerdy brain in step-by-step bite-sized chunks at yycfemprinters.com challenge. If you're already participating in the challenge, there is a super sweet bonus extra gift that I didn't even plan on giving. And that's coming in the 22nd video, the final video of that challenge. Um, and yeah, part of the challenge is me helping you create your own challenge. So if you're ready to put some really juicy free content out there, but you don't even know where to start with building it and how to actually turn it into a real powerful lead magnet, I'm going to help you do that. It's all for free. Um, and it is over at yycfemprinters.com slash challenge. All right. Bye for now, ladies.